Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day everybody. Time is almost up to come to the Amazon Collective Mastermind that Regina and I are holding in June this year. In fact, in 10 days time, between the 18th and the 22nd in beautiful Ubud, Bali. And you'll be joined by our invited VIP guests, Kirsty Verity, Leo Segovio, Bradley Sutton, and of course, Steve Simonson. Oh, and George Mares is coming along as well from Clear Ads. Now to apply, you've got to be quick. Head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Bali, where you can read all about the trip and apply to join. Now, this week, I had the funnest chat with Marion and Fernando from livinginabubble.co. These two are just such a wonderful couple. And in our chat, they literally complete each other's sentences and are infectiously enthusiastic. Anyway, originally from Brazil, they landed in Australia in 2014 and sorted out their visa so they could start a business here. And in 2018, they started their very first online business selling drop-shipped items on eBay. Then in 2021, they started their first private label business before moving on to their latest venture, which honestly has just exploded. Their story is an ongoing inspiration. You're going to love this chat. Now, don't forget to join my Facebook group. Simply head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Facebook. Still offering private coaching only for the next week, though, because I'm going on a fairly long leave. So please head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Chris to book an hour session with me. And if you own or work for a consumer products brand and need help setting up or running your Amazon business, feel free to get in touch. I have a new agency. It's called amosphere.com.au. And we're an official Amazon service provider. All right, enough announcements. Let's get on with today's show with Mari and Fernando from Living in a Bubble. Today, I am absolutely thrilled and delighted to welcome Murray and Fernando from livinginabubble.co. Murray and Fernando, how are you both? Amazing. We're good. Thanks for having us, Chris. Absolute pleasure. Hey, uh, we we met, we crossed paths up at Retail Fest a couple of, well, was it Retail Fest? I think it was. It was on the catch-up after the Retail Fest. That's we didn't right. actually go to the Retail Fest, but yeah, we had so many people that we're coming to the catch-up and we said, ah, why not come and say hi? <laughs> I was so glad you did. We got to have a great conversation and a few drinks and I was just champing at the bit to get you on the show. So let's get <laughs> into it. So do you want to introduce yourselves? Uh, tell us a bit about what brought you to Australia and how you, you know, when you started selling on Amazon. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, my name is Mariana and this is Fernando. He is my uh, partner in life and in business, you know, we run challenge on both ends of life. Um, so we basically started our journey on the e-commerce in 2018. Mm-hmm. So um, we had our visa all sorted in Australia in 2018, and we really need a new challenge that we could um, get on board. That's when we decided to um, research and um, get the business thing running. Um, we used to have a business back in Brazil where we were raised. Um, so having the business in Australia, but we didn't want to just have a business. We really want to have a business around the lifestyle that we were willing to to have. So our main challenge was to, you know, match this lifestyle and the business and build everything um, around it. So mm-hmm. for now, we started research what, what would be the type of business that we could uh, not just have, but afford at that time. Yeah. I always wanted to have a business that I could uh, do from anywhere in the world. So basically an internet business since 
2008, 2010, I always researched and wanted to be on either eBay or Amazon, but we never had actually the opportunity because we came to Australia in 2014. So between 14 and 2018 was all about our visa. But then when we got that sorted, I started going back to the original plan and what can we do going forward from now? So yeah, yeah I started researching and then did a few courses on drop shipping. Okay. Yeah. So, so the main thing, the way that we started was um, e- drop shipping on eBay yep. from AliExpress. <laughs> from China. <laughs> so the very, very basic stuff, that's what we did. No cash, just with a credit card with $6,000 limit. Yeah. And that was it. So the very, very basic stuff, that's how we started. Yeah. Did, it, did it go all right for you, the drop shipping and, and Ali, AliExpress? So, yeah, there's, there's a kind of like interesting story behind because we, we started in, in October. We had no idea, you know, about timeframes around the Q4. So yeah. we started drop shipping from China um, and our products, they were like whatever was selling hot on AliExpress. And um, so people start, of course, buying. And they yep. wanted to give it as a present on Christmas. Yeah. So Ooh. at the end of November, people started asking, "Ah, will, will you guys be able to deliver before Christmas?" And then the uh-huh. question came to our mind, like it was about 25th of November, and I went like, "Okay, it's taking about three weeks to deliver from China to here. Should we take the risk, mm-hmm. or how should we move forward from here?" So basically, our business lasts less than two months because we decided to shut down because we are not ready for that. We didn't want to, you know, have families with no presents on the Christmas Eve. Yeah. But I can tell you, you never forget the feeling of making your first sale. Yeah. And we were actually making $5 a sale. So at the end of the day, we'll make like $30, you know, $20 and we'll be like as happy as yeah. Larry, just like <laughs> super excited. Yeah. In our full-time job, going back home and then just refreshing eBay dashboard and we yeah. could see like, oh, we sold something and then we did extra $30 in our pocket. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those things. It was just an experience to see that it actually, like the online thing actually works. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, of course, we were not interested in the five to, the five to ten dollars, but yeah. it was more to see that yes, it actually works. So you're just gonna now make it work in a way that yeah. is you know compatible with what you want. So from that first experience, we moved to a different dropshipping business, which was using an Australian supplier. That's clever. Um, mm. So that Australian supplier gave us uh, more stability in terms of shipping times and everything. So then we moved to our, our um, own Shopify. And yep. that business actually lasts up uh, three years. Yeah. Oh, so the dropshipping then obviously lasted from what, 2018 to 2021, so three years. Um, yeah. What happened after that? So then that's when we started our first um, private label. Mm-hmm. And uh, that time, that's when we, we, we used to live in Sydney for quite some time. And then we moved to the Gold Coast. So we have the moving and everything. And then we s- decided to set up a new business here, mm-hmm. which was our first private label and uh, hemp was a big thing at that time yeah so it was booming in the us and people start to accepting the idea of having hemp in australia mm-hmm. so because we we were having that mindset in terms of using australian suppliers hemp was a good thing because we found like a handmade organic supplier here um next to where we live so um you know on the gold coast yeah um so we started that business and that business lasts about a year and a half i believe Okay. Um, and we decided to quit that one bec- 
because um, due to licensing and other regulations that came up, we were doing a lot of research and trying to get more into the industry. But then we found out that if we wanted to become big, we would need to to invest a lot of money, time, research, licensing, all those things, so we could actually be able to properly sell what we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a big move for us at a time. We've and, and license in the hemp industry, they are for deep pockets. Yeah, it's, so it's a big thing. We were not <clears throat> ready for that move. And so we decided, okay, time to quit. But mm. at the same time that we were running that, another product came up to us. And that's the product that took us to seven figures. And we built a brand around that specific product. That's yes. fantastic. Let's go back to the hemp then. Was that you were looking at doing what kind of hemp? We're talking hemp oil or? We were doing a bit of everything that you can get out of the plant. So um, healing balm, some people have eczema. So you could spread on your on your um, skin. Yeah. Things for dogs. Lots of things for dogs, for cal- anxiety. It's calming for dogs. Mm. It, it was a, a range. We had about fifteen products on our range, different yeah. products. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was difficult to do with that. Yeah, and we decided it was too much of a learning curve and too much money to put in. And you also, you know, get you also have to teach your clients because they they don't know about it. It was a sort of mystery at that time. Sure. So not just selling, you have to teach them yeah. uh, and you have to give a lot of um, research material so they could trust on the brand and trust on the product because, you know, you're giving something to your dog or putting something on your skin. You don't want a, something that, that has no studies behind it because it's something new with a lot of stigma behind that people, you know, think about what could happen and all of that. So... Yeah. It was a lot of customer service, um, but uh, even like on the last couple of days of the brand, we still have like messages of people just saying that they they dog passed away, not because of the product, but the, <laughs> but the product was helping the dog. Sometimes the dog was like very old and needs some some um, uh, hemp to relieve, you know, yeah. the pain and all of that. So all sure. products would help the dogs in that sense. So we've got so many like nice passages of people uh, that we actually helped their dogs. So that was a good, that was a good end. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a nice way to, yeah, to wrap up that, that business. Gosh, how many businesses have you guys had? All right. So let's, let's get into. Yeah, I'm, I'm just telling you the official ones that are, if I go through since my childhood, <laughs> oh, these, gosh. we're going to be talking here since, forever. Since the first six months we were together back in 2010 in Brazil, we had some side gigs going on. Always, always. Yeah. always. Yeah. <laughs> we always had something yeah. yeah fantastic all right well let's get to where up to at the moment and how did that start how did you then sort of jump into the next business like what was the catalyst that uh cool. that so we used there? to have a van um we we are very into camping mm-hmm. um and we like uh, camping with a camper van so we had a van back in sydney um and we used to go you know um camping just on the weekends um and it was just like a van with nothing, basically nothing. Um, so um, it was hard to find products for that type of vehicle at that time. And we were just camping a lot. And we, we, we saw the need for many products. One of them was a product that we sell the most, which is like a magnetic fly screen. Um, so we couldn't find in the market. So we decided to develop our own. When we came up to the Gold Coast, we didn't have the van anymore. So we were, again, we were running the hemp 
um, business and um, I just did like a cleanup in the garage and uh, I I put my magnetic fly screen for sale because I had no use for that. So I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to make some cash. And I put it for sale. I got, honestly, more than a thousand views in less than 12 hours. And I had like 40 messages of people wanting to buy just in the, like on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is this like yeah. on Gumtree or something? Like what? Yeah, w- it yes. was Facebook Marketplace. So ah, I... I just, uh, it was just like the light bulb moment. That's when we were like, okay, so there is. There's something here. There is demand. Let's dig deeper. Let's see how that goes. There (laughs) is demand for this and we got to develop this. Yeah, yeah. So then we decided, okay, let's let's make this product. So we got in touch with some manufacturers in China. Mm -hmm. We make the first prototypes and um, we got our first PI ready to go. It was about three and a half grand, that PO. Yep. And honestly, we could not press the button to pay. Yeah. It was, it was so just like fear so much fear oh of God. something that we saw. Okay, there is potential, but this is the first time we're doing a, a big purchase. Yeah. And again, we, we came from a $6,000 credit card. We built our, our business yeah. from that $6,000. So, when we had to pay three thousand and a half in our first big, big purchase, like big for a time, sure. it was like, oh, should we do it? Should we not do it? Is it the right <laughs> move? You know, it was a big thing. So Fernando did all his due diligence uh-huh. to have everything ready to go, and he just looked at me as like, press the button, please, I because press I, the button. I just can't. <laughs> so since we pressed the button, I can tell it's been a roller coaster, yeah. and. Um, we never had the fear about pressing the button anymore. <laughs> when did you press that button? What year? It was the beginning of 2020. We have okay. a wall here with all of our achievements, and that PI is on a wall. So it's we over the, yeah, it's on the wall there. The the beginning of everything. The first yeah. PI is on the wall. 10 of June 2020. So yeah. there. there you go. And that was right in COVID. We, COVID. Right, right as the plague was hitting hard and we were locking down and doing that yeah. stuff. It was actually really good for us because what mm. happened was a lot of people, they couldn't travel overseas anymore. So mm. they would buy their van and travel through Australia. So yeah. in the end of the story, they needed our product, you know, mm-hmm. and we were the, the first in the market. So yeah. yeah so we- so this, this, describe what the magnetic fly screen is and how it works because this this is a great invention it's a great product so pretty much you everyone is familiar with the magnetic fly screens or just the fly screens that you can buy from bunnies and have at your home yep so we develop a new um option for that that is compatible with cars like vans Mm. so we did some you know research in terms of the vans available in the market and we came up with sizes um that will fit all of the vans so it, it took us about a year to to research and get all yes. the sizes correct and everything else. How and many, uh, how many vans did you research and, and come in up Austra- with? <laughs> in Australia? <laughs> so many, Chris. Honestly, Australia the- has the least population and the highest amount of different vehicles <laughs> you can ever imagine. Yeah, yeah. In wow. America, it's just so easy. We yeah. have like six or seven um, vehicles. Yeah. But here, I have a list of more than 40. 40. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. All right. So we've got, and because basically these have got magnetic kind of strips that go around the outside of the doorways, don't they? Of the vans, yeah. whether well, it's a sliding door or, yeah. So we have like tiny magnets all mm-hmm. um, hidden in, in the product. Yes. So yeah, you can just use on the edges of it. So if you throw the net through your vehicle, it sticks to it. 
like yeah. really, so they're really very strong. strong. So That's yeah. And then you've since moved on to create like blackout shades and and a bunch of other products as well, which fit windows and sunroofs and all sorts of things. It's um, the range is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In scrolling, we we now just bought a proper van now because before that we had to hire some vans. As I said, it's like forty different vans in Australia, and every mm. time we had to test our products, we had to hire a van. And go and test it. So about a month ago, we we now have again a van that we can test it. And since we we are driving the van, we have so many ideas. We can see a lack here. You know, ah, uh, if I had this thing, it could make our life easier. You know, sure. once you get into it, all the ideas they come up. But it's tough because, as you mentioned, we mm. do most of our things to fit. Yeah. And it's not easy to make it fit for every single vehicle. No, so universal they're, they're, compatibility yeah. is yeah. tricky, yeah. <laughs> In the very beginning when we uh, we were researching, so we would just drive around and today we'll be like, we are on a hunt for this specific model. So we'll drive Byron Bay to Sunshine Coast and try to find that vehicle. Someone with the vehicle. Part. And then That's we'll it. knock on the door and ask yes. them if we could measure. And we always had a, t- a tape measure with us because we'll be yeah. just driving around and getting the dimensions on everything until we we um, build our database. So now we do have like a proper database with everything. Yeah. But, but this uh, information you don't get online. So no. when, you, when we were together on the Gold Coast, you were saying that a lot of the ideas that you've had for products have also come from the community as well. So when you go to like a, a caravan park or an RV, yeah. something or other, a van place uh, where you park your van, you, you end up <laughs> chatting to other people and, and they often come up with ideas for you for new products too. Yeah. 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 Every time we say that we have a camper van accessories company, people come to us with an idea. Like, yep. oh, I was in my van this weekend with my friends, blah, blah, blah. And this thing happens and we came with an idea. Can you guys do it? <laughs> and like on a weekly basis, we receive emails from customers saying, oh, I just came up with this. This is, I designed myself. But if you guys can make this, it will be much better. So in terms of product ideas, it's like we have a pipeline that more than 30 products just ready to be developed because yep. we get ideas every week that uh, from, we also have, we, we, we're building a brand and there's a community yes. behind. That's right. So saying that we, our clients will come up and ask us for things, suggest things. So we always have this input. And every time that we have an idea of something before we go and produce, even the first sample, we'll share with them and we yeah. get their opinion. So it's pretty good to have, this is why our business is slightly different than just being on Amazon itself. Mm. Um, so there is, as there is a brand behind, you get a lot of input of from your own customers, yes. and completely free of charge. So people are yeah. doing that for to help you, you know. <laughs> you and this is to. just amazing to 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 feel yeah. that, you know. Isn't it? It's so, it's so it's wonderful when you've got a community of people behind you that are really supportive of what you're doing. Uh, and it's better to have that community of supportive people than uh, waiting for the feedback from an Amazon review, right? So Completely, yeah. <laughs> and I always feel so grateful when we receive a feedback or a photo of someone camping and using our products and saying, ah, we were in this amazing place, but there was so many mozzies that we couldn't actually enjoy it, and now we can. So yeah. thank you very much, guys. And it's very grateful. Sometimes I even... I even have some tears here because I get emotion, emotional, you know, just doing these sort of things. It's just incredible. I feel so, so grateful of helping someone else. 
Yeah. So whenever we have an idea of people asking us to do something, I'm really in, keen to do it. Yep. Doesn't mean we can do everything, you know, mm. but yeah, it's really, really good. Really good feeling. I'm imagining here that the business is very seasonal as well. That's right, yeah? It is, yeah. Yeah, is. but now with the, like, we added a new, so we first started with our range of magnetic fly screens, which mm-hmm. are sold mostly in summer because that's when people need it the most. Yep. But now with the new range of window covers, they they are to be used in summer and winter, but most of people buy for winter. Yep. So uh-huh. now we have this balance. So that's why we decided are... to put this range after the other. So now we are balancing this um, seasonality of the business. And again, as I said to you, we have also both hemispheres. We're pretty strong in Australia. So yep. pretty much 50% of our revenue, it is Australia. Yeah, wow. So even if we have um, a seasonal business, we don't suffer that much anymore. Yeah. We have good sales in November, December, and January here. And then we have a shoulder season till America starts picking up about May. Then we go June, July, August. Yep. And then again, shoulder season back to November. So we have a bit of a break to work in what needs to be worked at, yep. you know, in between the seasons. Um, but... Yeah, it was a roller coaster in the beginning, but yeah. now we we are managing to get the ca- cash flow right. Yeah. Some other products, as Mari mentioned, uh, that are not seasonal. Mm-hmm. We are we are looking forward. We we are trying to bring more products that are not so seasonal. Although we know people would go camping through the summer, yeah. we are trying to bring ideas that we could work uh, could work year round. Year round, yeah. So when you've got these seasonal products, though, certainly when you were starting out, how did you juggle the the cash flow and the and the inventory management and ordering enough and or we ordered too much and did you get uh, it, it took us about one year and a half in Australia to get the right numbers yeah. always running around our tails sometimes we had to ship like um, air freight not to run out through yeah. For, first year we ran out in stock 10th of December <laughs> so, so now you know there's a dog here but one 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 thing um bobby, bobby go back <laughs> sorry chris that's all right no, no dramas uh one one thing um important to mention is um we were the first to launch um this specific product in the u.s so saying that no launching strategies no keywords no, um, you know, competitors for you to check the sales. Um, yes, we didn't know how much would sell at all. It was yeah. just mm-hmm. a guesstimate and we we kept doing guesstimation over another one. And as I said, running out of stock, sometimes with too much stock holding in. During Q4. Q4 because mm-hmm. our, our low season in America is high season for most people, which is Q4. And yeah. then... I I did a wrong forecasting that we held stock from last September till this year because yep. I ordered too much for last year. So we paid a lot of fees through Q4, but yeah. now we're getting to the, the, the right and sweet spot because now yep. we have our seasonality. We know how much to order, but still we get... 10 days out of stock here, 10 days yeah, out sure. of stock there. You that know? happens to everybody. Yeah, everybody <laughs> has the same. And if you talk to other Amazon sellers, as you know, it's, mm. it's that's the biggest drama. You know, it's getting the right amount of stock on hand so you don't pay too much stock and you don't lose sales, you know? Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah, because that, that's what kills your cash flow. If you've got some heap of stocks sitting on a boat sailing across the seas yeah. or on an yeah, aircraft, and, yeah, there's a lot of cash tied up in that vessel and you know, waiting, waiting for it to be released, a lot yeah. of investment. So, yeah, cash flow. So I believe on a seasonal business, you might have to go through maybe one, one full season until you, you work out your numbers. And especially from us coming from uh, uh, being the first ones to sell that product on Amazon, it, it was a bit harder to get the numbers right. But now I think we... I think the next year will be better. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do product development and Fernando does all the inventory management and supply. So this is a big battle because I want to be She wants stock. to push, push more stock and I want to, to hold the stock because we need to control the cash flow too. So that's right. it's a bit of a discussion among us, but <laughs> that's how business goes. That's exactly right. So when did you start selling on Amazon? I'm assuming that you started on Amazon Australia as your first Amazon Marketplace, is that correct? Yes, correct. We right. did start in Amazon Australia mid-2021, I guess, okay. yeah. but it was so slow, too slow. eBay oh. was like 10 times bigger than Amazon because we sell Amazon, Shopify, Etsy, and eBay. So we right. sell on the four platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we launched 2021, we were selling on eBay because that's where we started. And sure. the sales were, were like 10 times bigger on eBay. Last year was different. So on high season, Amazon actually surpassed eBay, eBay here. For the first yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah. We, we, we can see this shift in the market in Australia. Yep. So we first started, uh, the whole business we first started in Australia. So then we, we, we took it to the U.S., Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, then we also open Etsy, eBay and everything else in, in us. And now we have all of these platforms selling in you in, um, Europe and we just got our VAT approved. So now we will be able to have Amazon, um, UK, Ooh. and we got our VAT in Germany also approved. So these both, both options will be available for the next high season. That yeah. is going to be crazy for you guys, I reckon. Yeah. We do um, sell to Europe from here. And just yes. so you have an idea, um, people pay sometimes up to $100 in freight to get the product from Australia. So yeah. we, we believe that's going to be good when the product is over there. Yeah, Me too. I think it's going to yeah. go crazy in Europe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of vans, a lot of people. Yeah. And Amazon's enormous over there. Yeah. yeah. So oh, that's so exciting. What about things like Canada or places like Canada? Um, are we selling there as well? Yeah. We are in New Zealand, Canada, America, mm-hmm. Europe, Australia. and Australia yeah. at the moment. Wow. So it's um, a big operation um, yes. with different marketplaces. It can it, it can look a bit messy, um, but <laughs> we, we work a lot in restructure and having everything like um, systems in place. We have uh, as many automation as you can think of and all in the background. So. Yep. It does run smooth, even if it looks like a nightmare. And we have operations manager that is also like our right hand. Yes. So, yeah, we are everywhere, basically. It's just missing Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe next next year, perhaps. Or yeah. Later this yeah. Year. Um, so you mentioned that when you got into uh, the United States and indeed Amazon Australia, you, just, you didn't have to launch a product. There was just no competition at all. So it was quite a risky move. But No. Um, yeah. So what yeah. we did first, because our products can be called different ways in different countries and because we use a lot of this community to help us, we are also part of many um, Facebook groups about, you know, yes. van life, camper van and all of that. So I, I posted asking for help in terms of 
showing my product and just say, look, wherever you are, just tell me how you call this. Yes. How would you call this? So I came up with a big list of keywords. And again, depending on the, where you are in the US, you're going to call different ways. Um, and, you know, people in the UK, which we call a different way. In Australia, it's another way. Um, yes. So we came up with this um, keyword list. And yes. that's how we launch our product. Because again, no one was selling it. There was no keyword research at all. No. No. Um, so it was a pretty good help to have these people telling us, look, here in California, we call this, we call uh, this way. Or here in New York, we call this way. So it, this is how we came up with the keywords, with the keyword research. <laughs> and also at the same time, uh, once we ask these people and we present our products, they are interested in and they want to know when we're launching and if we can let them know yes. when we're going to launch. So we, we get a, a mail list. Of, of people that are interested and mm. when we launched there we we send an, an email saying ah guys it's available here if yeah. you want to purchase and then of course that brings you your rankings up that's right ppc as well we did a bit of a ppc so yeah but first yeah when we first launched we didn't even have to pay ppc no. because it was just us yeah what do you do outside of amazon um i'm assuming that you've got tiktok i think you've got something in terms up, uh well, just just in promotion, promoting your products and, and you know, how-to videos and things like that. Obviously, well, you've got YouTube. As our, um, like out of Amazon in the US, all of our um, – we drive traffic to our Shopify's. So yep. um, we are strong. We, we run like heavy ads on Facebook, um, Instagram, mm -hmm. yep. Reddit, because there's big Ooh. communities on Reddit. Yep. Um, we also run cam um, campaigns on Pinterest. And uh, we do heaps of um, email marketing. Yes. So I think that's it. We work with influencers too. Oh, yeah. We do heaps yeah. of collab jobs. influencers. Yeah. That's because, again, our podcast. product, you, you can't take that to a studio and just get it, photo it, it photographed, you know. No. You have to be in nature. You have to install it. Um, that's why it's also hard for some of our competitors to, especially uh, competitors in China, to get mm. nice shots of this type of product for this industry because they do not have camper vans. They do have vans, of course, but they don't have camper vans. No. So no. you have to create this lifestyle um, shot that if you Photoshop is not the same, you know. So we no. have lots of people that work with us. They get commission for the sales, of course, um, and and they they provide us material for, for everything. And this, again, because we have this community um, – at least twice a week, we get material free from from random customers that they saw our message on, you know, on our box when they bought it from Amazon. There's like a nice message asking, like, if you can provide some photos, some feedback and all of that. And people do tag us, make videos and all of that. So a it's, lot of user generated content for you. Yeah. I have I have content for at least a year in advance just on my <laughs> database because I receive too much. This is just such an awesome business and an which amazing is, story. Which is, which is different than most of the other, you know, products and brands. We, yeah. we, we're we lucky because it's people do produce a lot for us. Yes. And it's just because it's such a passion thing, you know, and you really yeah. are creating creating solutions for, for problems that people are facing. And uh, being the first to market is just such an exciting thing, although uh, it can be pretty risky, you know, as we've, as we've spoken yeah. about. Yeah. 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 That's when the fear comes up. Yeah. Oh, yes. We, sure are, we are just launching another product in America in the next two weeks mm -hmm. that, again, there's no keywords, there's no research, but 
we went to our community, we asked them and they said, guys, just go ahead and try it. Yeah. And in the end, business is, is about trying, you know, we're not yeah. going to get everything right. Mm -hmm. But if 80% of the time you're, you're okay, you, you continue growing and getting through, okay. you know, so yeah. it's, it's the risk, but you got to take it. Have you guys ever thought about doing crowdfunding? It sounds like you've got enough of a community behind you to, to really make a huge success from a crowdfunding campaign and raise a lot of free money. Yeah, um, we, 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 ne we, never, um, we never thought about going ahead. But one thing that we do a lot when we decided to, um, so when we go through the development process and we decided, okay, this product is going ahead and it's going to be ready, let's say we're talking about three months, we put that as a pre-order and people know that it's going to be ready in three, four, five months and people do buy. Same thing, so, right? Yeah, yeah. As, as soon as we get the product um, here, we already had like X sales and we have like a good cash flow to get started. Yes. Um, but at the same time, we, uh, we we try to manage the risk because, again, that's too many opportunities um, <laughs> yes. everywhere. And it, it, it makes you anxious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, what tips have you got for any new sellers that are thinking about selling e-commerce or existing sellers? Do you have any tips that you could share? Ooh. So basically, <laughs> based on our experience, as we mentioned, is... The first one we say to anyone that comes to us and say, ah, you guys are so successful. We say, yeah, we are successful because we did a lot of failed things. So my biggest tip for everyone is don't quit. Just keep right. doing learn with your mistakes, keep grinding, do another brand, try another product, try another marketplace, or even try another sort of business. It doesn't need to be Amazon. It doesn't need to be Shopify. There's so many opportunities these days that you just cannot quit. If you don't quit, eventually you find something that will go forward and yeah, you get success too. So that's yeah. my my biggest tip for anyone. Because if we had decided that, you know, on the first eBay drop shipping business that this that wasn't right, that was the end. So yeah. you just try the next one, try the next one, because there is heaps of opportunity in this space, regardless if it's just one marketplace or you're doing your own brand or your Shopify, whatever, but there are opportunities in, the, in this space. So just, you know, keep grinding and try the <laughs> next one, next one until you, you find your golden nugget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you have any plans to exit the business at all in the future? Or um, we, all, we already spoke about that so many times. Um, and what we decided to do since the beginning was to build up our business so it would be sellable anytime. So as we mentioned before, we have processes, we have an operation manager, we have other people helping us out and everything, we have SOPs. So the whole business is ready to be sold today if we wanted to. Of course, it would take a couple of months to get sure. the, the little things ready. But uh, since the beginning, I read the book uh, Build to Sell and yep. we decided if you want to do something, let's do something that if we decided to... I don't know, do something different, different, we can yeah. just do it. So, yeah, we've been on that discussion, but we're so passionate about it. You say you are. For now, we're happy. You know, we have a lifestyle. As I said, our goal was to finding a business that we could do from anywhere. And now mm -hmm. we can, if 
I want to be in, in Melbourne next to you working. I can do, you know that you have the same business. So it's, it's beautiful. We love it. And we're so passionate about that. We don't feel like we are working. We're just having time. And is, we have this say time. in our business, which is the, the, the logo of our brand, which is live a life you don't need holidays from. Okay. Yep. And we actually built that. So so we have a sticker here. That's yes. the sticker that we give with some purchases that, yeah. you know, people put in their vans. And so so we can recognize them when we're driving around. So we know who has our products because they will have our sticker as well. So that's that's the best feeling. So when you see your products in action yeah. and because yeah. there's so many camper vans on the Gold Coast, yeah, we drive around and we see them. And our camper van now has an office inside. <laughs> so we we go and just park at the beach and then we, we work from there most of the days. And then people come and talk to us because it's just interesting how you, you know, have an office here with everything set up. Yeah. Um, so um, I heard uh, the other day is like, don't, don't build a life um, around your job build a sorry about your business build yep. a business around your, your lifestyle life. yep and this is what we did and we we're pretty um you know happy Good. with like the way that it, it it is happening at the moment and um it was quite a, a lot in a lot of work in the beginning yes. but now it, it it is paying off and uh it's just like the, the freedom yeah. the freedom is just amazing yeah yeah it's amazing. not that you don't work or you work more or you work less you work on your terms yeah. and that's what makes a difference yeah, going back to your question about exiting so yes, yeah yes. we are ready to do whenever we want but we have so many plans at the moment that we're just gonna continue doing till we get tired bored. or we get bored or we have <laughs> another opportunity or sure. the business is going by itself you know we, yep. we don't know. We've been discussing about that for, for a little while, but sure. for now it's good as it is. <laughs> don't fix it if it's not broken, right? So yeah. keep on trucking there, gang. Hey, listen, uh, from a $6,000 credit card to a seven-figure monster of a business that has it could easily go to eight figures, I reckon, in the next few years, the way you guys are going. Um, I'm just so yeah grateful that you've uh, taken a bit of time out during the busy season as it is for you and what are we in june of 2023 it's high t high season over there in in the us and uh, yeah. soon soon europe for you guys too so yeah, um, yeah. How, how do we get in touch with you if we wanted to do that just linkedin yeah social media you can look up fernando spindler or mariana oberher mm -hmm. not yeah. an easy surname to find yeah <laughs> they're actually german German uh, surnames. We are we have German background, but we uh -huh. were born and raised in Brazil. Yes. But yeah, look up Fernando Spindler and Mariana Oberher, LinkedIn, uh -huh. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, or either send us an email Spindler at livinginabubble.co. Sounds perfect. I will put those email well those links to your uh, to your profiles in the show notes for today's episode. And I believe today's episode, I hope I'm getting this right, is 143. So if you go to the AustralianSeller.com forward slash 143, hopefully that'll take you to the, the correct episode. <laughs> I can't remember what episode I'm up to. <laughs> so sorry, sorry. Too many. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thanks again for both of you for coming on the show. And yeah, I'm really it's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much, Thank Chris. You, it was Chris. amazing to have a chat and yeah. I hope to see you soon. And when you come up to the Gold Coast again, you know where to find us. Just drive around the beaches and we'll be, <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, buddies. Thanks, guys. All right. All talk right. to you soon.
No worries, Chris. Have a good day. Bye. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening. 